everyone that knows us knows that we're a bit like they're like slow down (laughs) we're like down when it's over let's do this how fun to like be able to do things and understand Mm -hmm. it that was our vibe with both of you because I've been following your work for a long time. Please introduce yourself. So my name is Christina Elaine. I'm Shade Elaine and we're twin sisters. We are from London, born and raised. Our parents are from Barbados. Um, We have a dance company that's been going since 2014 in our hearts. Oh, it's been going a long time before that but 2014 is where we started and we specialize in uh, it's hard to say the style of dance like contemporary dance is the major but then we allow influences to enter in our bodies and we focus a lot on performance and participation and participation is very important to us because we like to reach the audiences touch audiences and leave a memory or a long-lasting conversation And we show this in our performances as well by storytelling and creating pieces about true events and true stories. Um, Sorry, sorry. No, I was literally going to say exactly that. I think for us, we found that it was a need to work together and share our um, interests and express ourselves in a way that we felt more natural, more organic. And so working with each other, it's been really, as family members, uh, sisters, it's been really rewarding. And to still be doing that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And um, what about, so, I mean, we will come to the, to, to the work that you are doing right now a bit later on. And, um, and as I said a little bit earlier, um, I would like to... Um, uh, immerse a little bit into the history of of who you are not only as dancers and and of course you know like um we are focusing on dance and we are focusing on your work as as um as dancers and choreographers and your dance company and um uh, but yeah i would love to know about your origins um stories about how everything started. What was it that uh, the, the, the children in you back then wanted at the time? What was it that was challenging? What was it that was painful? Uh, like, and I know that these are very personal questions, but um, I would love to, to, to ask those questions as well. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I mean, for us, I think it's quite difficult for partners to enter our lives or friendships because Shadi and I are literally like me and my sister against the world. So we have an older brother as well, eight years older. So I felt like when we were young, he felt left out because me and Shadi were such a unit. Um, We're very energetic. We always liked to do something, to learn something. And we always say like, you die when you're not curious anymore. So curiosity keeps us kind of 
youthful, I like to say. Um, and thinking of childhood, we, as we say, we always like to be busy and we kind of stumbled across athletics. We were cycling in a park and then we saw a friend from high school and we were like, where are you coming from? What are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm doing athletics. And then literally the next day, me and Charlie joined the athletics track and took it a bit too seriously. Like that's the characters we are. When we see something, we're like, oh, that's interesting. If we're going to learn it, we're going to learn it thoroughly, <laughs> like as much as we can. And we started athletics uh, around 13. Um, and we were like 100 meters, 200 meters, 400 long jump, triple jump. We tried everything. And, and that was kind of the start of our physical journeys of how can we push our bodies to the mats? Mm -hmm. And then we, for dance wise, like our dad, he was a DJ and he played with finals and he would always play with music at home. So he was always listening to music and then he would teach us, this is how you dance to this music. And then this music, you dance this way. So he was already learning the cultural music and movement, which was quite beautiful. And we grew up actually making dances in our bedrooms just for fun. And we used to sometimes pretend that we were the singers in some music videos. We used to videotape I think a lot of people in their 80s used to do this. We used to videotape music videos and then forward, rewind, forward, rewind, learn the dances. So we know all the Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, and then when <laughs> came in for Usher and even Jennifer Lopez and then when Missy Elliott came Christina along. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, without realising, already interested in somewhat of performing. But I think athletics was the quickest thing we we knew the easiest thing that you perform, but in an athletic way. And dance, when we started to actually realize we really enjoyed dance was when I won an overachievement in mathematics. And then by winning that award, you can do anything in the summer, like you won a summer course. So the summer could be doing art, doing PE, could be doing academic English literature or dance. And I thought, okay, we do everything all the time. So I thought, why not we do dance? Or I do dance. Um, so I did. And it ended up actually being the first time I got taken away from Christina for the oh, week. And I, that, that was, was tragic. That was, that was traumatizing <laughs> for young, for young Christina and Sade. It was like, we were separated forever. And it was only five days, but the, the pain like in my heart was unbelievable and like, it was sick. it was weird to like be like who am I on my own you know like if I'm not with my sister who am I actually what's my characteristic vice versa so that was the experience but then they Christina and my mum came up to watch the show and they saw that I actually really enjoyed it and it was contemporary dance and it was a real rude awakening, like taking shoes off and walking bare feet and rolling. I was like, what is this? But I kind of liked it, I enjoyed it. So after that week, we both thought, okay, let's do some dance. We've got Thursday free, let's do dance. Um, so we like a hip hop club uh, that trains every week and then it slowly went into performances. Um, to get into dance, it got to a point that we really enjoyed dancing, but we were good at athletics. And we started to see that the physical bodies were similar, but 
very different. And if we were going to continue sprinting, we needed to build more. But if we were going to go into dancing, we had to kind of lose some of our muscle um, gain. Okay. So it was really a point where we had to make a decision of what body type or what career we're going to pursue. And like Christina said from the beginning, once we have our mindset, we're kind of going. 100 miles per hour. Um, everyone that knows us knows that we're a bit like, they're like, slow down. <laughs> slow we're like, down go. when it's over. Let's <laughs> do this. How fun to like be able to do things and understand it. That was our vibe. <laughs> yeah, I completely relate with that. Completely relate with that. And um I, I had uh, I just want to tell you this this um, story because uh, it's something that happened yesterday and it was so beautiful and I just want to share it with both of you um, because um, yeah it was just really really beautiful it was in in L Street and Boring Hamwood and um, it, it was in this park and I'm with my books I'm reading I'm doing some research. And I'm, I'm kind of far, you know, like there is, it's a big, big park and there is no people around. I mean, yeah, there are people around, but it's, they are far from, kind of like uh, far from everybody. And then suddenly you see this little girl coming towards me. And um, I mean, I noticed her when she was actually really close to me. And then a bit behind was her mom. Uh, but like quite behind was her mom and then her the little girl a uh, little black girl she says I think that she was 10 roughly and um, she says to me what's that book and I am like I have like few books so it's not just one so I kind of like just pick the, the, the first one that I thought would be easiest for me to like explain what that book was. So what's that book? And I say, oh, so this one, and it's a book about a, the, a biography about this ancient uh, philosopher from, from uh, well, it doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, so I say, I say, well, this is a, a book about this very, very long, a, a person that comes from very, very long time ago. And then she says, um, she looks at me and she goes, wow. And then, I, and then she says, can you read it? And then I'm like, that's the moment when I just, like, I was confused. Like, can you read it? Like, can you read it? In, can you read it? I'm like, you want me to read it to you? And she was like, yeah. I mean, you have to look at the book. The book looks really boring. Like, mm -hmm. like at least on the cover, it's nothing. Like, it's just a really boring cover. And I'm like, so then I look at the mom who's like behind like this <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm like well I would love to but we need to ask your mom no like so go and ask your mom but mom said no at the end but I just fell in love with that curiosity that you know you're telling me this at the curiosity of a child and, and I know that you were a bit older when when you came across um uh, you were 13 right like but yeah this like the the and when I said no but you need to go and ask your mom and she was no and I'm like no 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 really truly you need to go and ask your mom and she was and she would look at her mom like and then she would look at me and she was like no and then I said I, I insisted a few times and then at the end like she wanted to stay and um yeah the curiosity of children it was so 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 beautiful. So Do you simple. work with children? 
Yeah, we do. Like I, I really enjoy it. I, I love the simplicity, the brutal honesty. Um, they can they're bored in like three seconds, five seconds. You, you have to captivate them, keep them interested, um, and they're more logical actually than adults. <laughs> we find we have so many other like sentimental feelings and emotion, and you think of other pathways where children are a bit more logical. They see it as straightforward. Mm, mm, mm. yeah 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 we've got a performance right now called bonded which is like an outdoor piece that we're touring around the uk and hopefully we'll be touring it in europe and around the world next year and akon khan who's a choreographer we used to work with he came to the show not too long ago with his kids and his there's a moment where me and Shadi are divided by a massive glass structure and we get emotional because we can't get to each other and Akron told us that his youngest boy just said, well, why can't she go around? Why can't she go around? And for, it was just beautiful to hear because like, that's so logical. It would end the problems or end the, the pain that we're acting in our, you know, our contemporary dance piece. And it's just beautiful how kids like Shadi was saying are just so logical. Things are so simply uh, organized and solved. Mm. Mm -hmm. So now that we are talking about bonded, let, let's let's just go there now like um so yeah tell us um uh, if if you if you wish about about the project about the work um how people can watch it or can go and and see it if um if you are performing live at the moment with that project and if not when so bonded was inspired we, every piece that we've done uh, that we're interested in is inspired by true life events. And then we do research around the topic and find what can be, what's close to our heart and also scientific, but also historically what else goes around the subject. Um, and this piece was, it's based about siblings and about connection and about bonding, about the bond, about this kind of kinesthetic, um, magnetic connection and then we're throughout the piece we're slowly using different factors which could be the physical set but also physical factors in the body that changes the even the balance between two siblings and what happens to the bond does it get stronger does it change does it evolve um the piece it, we premiered in May, which was amazing in Norfolk and Norwich Festival. And we've been so lucky because, of course, it's after COVID. So the piece hasn't been around for presenters to see it. So they were mostly art, uh, asking for the show out of trust that a lady <laughs> dance can deliver. And we've had 16 shows this year. And we've got one more just before winter hits. We've got one more in... Birmingham International on the Sunday, the 3rd of October. Just in front of the boring for the people that know Birmingham. Yeah. But what's beautiful about this piece is it's outdoors. Um, you don't need a ticket and it entices people that haven't maybe had the opportunity to see him dance before or this type of dance or this type of artwork. Like yeah. we enjoy the different kind of demographics. It reaches to the different, um, I don't want to say like cultures or even like ethnicity, just how it reaches to different people, different classes mm -hmm. is the word I was looking for actually. We try to cater to 
all different aspects of art. So uh, dance audience, we're trying to give you the dynamic physical dance, but then also structurally, architecturally as well, the, uh, the movement of the sets and how it evolves in the piece, but also illustration, um, picturesque as well, and music. And we like, we always use this word with our work is that we want to make it epic, you know? Like we love uh, Darren Brown, like the illusionist, magic, how he just like lures audience into feeling in a certain way um, and how things happen. You're like, what happened? And it's really enticing for like the normal eye, you know, the average eye, the people that, that are not in this kind of bubble of contemporary dance, if that makes sense. So we always want to make something spectacular and epic that I guess we would call it a show more than a piece. So it, it connects to people. Mm -hmm. Now that we are in the, in the subject and theme of, um, well, engaging with your audience and, and creating this work for, for yeah, for, for a society. Like, um, let's talk about cultural entrepreneurship. I never know how to pronounce that. But um, um, yeah, I, I had a conversation um, about, I've been having this conversation with a few people and, um, and I would love to know your, your thoughts about what is currently happening, especially I'm, talk, I'm talking about the UK, for example, in terms of like, uh, like what is happening at the moment, what perhaps may be the challenges and what you think are the attributes that uh, can be that can be found in what you have noticed with your uh, professional experience and you've been around this 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 and um, what you have noticed that perhaps is the common denominator and um, in in cultural entrepreneurship I think what's uh, beautiful is that we're at this stage where everyone everyone's been in the same situation uh, globally um, everyone's experienced a sense of um, isolation, isolation. Uh, everyone's experienced a sense of want being um, incarcerated let's say in a sense everyone's experienced this feeling of wanting to explore wanting to do more but um, restriction and also everyone's experienced a sense of um, expression and freedom in the mind I guess which is quite beautiful and we're at the stage where now uh, things are opening up and people are curious and maybe a lot of people finding new interests and new um, hobbies let's say and I think if we're not going around the story too much we're at this stage where people are open to ask questions that they're not aware of and um, people are open to learn things that they haven't learned before. And I think that's quite a beautiful um, moment that everyone's in. And it is a very important part where me and Christina come inside because we are female, we are uh, mid thirties, we are black women making a business. And I think we're at the stage where people are really interested to speak to us to hear us and to see us and I think it's wonderful that the world is opening up to different art forms different images of companies or leadership um entrepreneurs and I think it's exciting time it's wonderful 
Yes. Christina, do you have anything to add? Yeah. <laughs> thinking, thinking. <laughs> what I was talking. There was loads of things that came into my head. I think I touched talking. it subtly. Yeah, because um, Charlie was talking about just the the idea that everyone's kind of experienced the same similar things. Like the the whole world stopped, you know, in different times. The whole world. Um, but then I was also thinking of like politically as well. A lot of changes are happening. And a lot of people have time to witness it as well. Like um, there was a lot of revolutions, there was a lot of protests, there was a lot of things that people are talking about. Obviously you have Black Lives Matter, obviously you have the Brexit, you have people talking about funding, you've got about refugees, refugees you've got immigrants. There's loads of conversations, a lot of protests. There's a lot of things that people want to talk about, want to shout, want to scream where people are illustrating it in their work. I feel like there's been a lot of change in the type of work people are making, not so necessarily that all of the works are political, because also there's some works that are completely about hope or about storytelling. There's something away from what's happening nowadays and it's a deliberate decision. So I'm starting to notice that with a lot of the pieces that are being created, commissioned right now. And, and where do you think, like in terms of, um... Uh, your work and and because what I gather in the, in this in this conversation is that it's kind of like well yes of course it's about expression it's about the challenge the 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 mastery is and it's big big time about to get you two together doing this together and um, then uh, about the work in 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 this industry in this particular time in this particular moment what about the future for both of you like and I'm not talking like this is yeah I know that we are in COVID times I know that there are many 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 things we don't know but your future our future is to create more opportunities um been reading a book by uh, Exil uh Jocko Willink and he talks about um, decentralized the command, um, talking about when he was a SEAL. However, it's been me and Shadi against the world for a very long time. And to create opportunities means that we, we divide, we, we trust people to take on roles, we trust people to take on jobs, we offer opportunities in teaching, opportunities in management, in leadership. Um, so we're expanding, our company's expanding. We, it's not just me and Shadi anymore, it's getting bigger and bigger and people are managing their own roles. Um, so it's like Lane Dance is becoming more than the two of us. It's becoming, I don't know, a business where it connects to people, a company, a family. We're extending our family. So for us, the future is to I hate the word, I mean, I like it and also it's heavy, the word legacy, but it is that feeling of not just coming in and leaving, performing and goodbye or teaching and then goodbye or we meet you and then it's over. It's creating this relationship that's everlasting. And I think that's our aim is to create, create and make this world smaller in the sense that we touch more people. Wow, so beautiful. I totally agree with that. And um, personally, if it's a, that's where I, I believe that we're going, 
um, that's our aim, that's our branch out. And if we're talking something about internally of myself as Sade and Christina as herself, we need to, we want to expand by sharing more and meeting people and to constantly learn and constantly keep growing and constantly keep engaging and being humble and grounded, but at the same time, not being afraid of our greatness. And I think that's something that a lot of, we're, everyone's, we're always like, okay, I'm good, but I'm holding myself back. And I feel now for us to continue to share and expand, we need to do it personally as well. Hmm. I well, love thank that. You. Yeah. Afraid of greatness. Yeah. Can you say it again? So we don't, hear it again. <laughs> don't be afraid of your greatness. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and all like this is something that I would love to do again. Like I would love to have another conversation in another time. And um, I'm ju I just can say for now that I, it's, it's been, I don't know how long we've been talking, like half an hour or so. It's been such a beautiful time. I'm really inspired, like, um, and I was feeling quite tired and I was feeling quite like it has been such a busy day, like really a lot of adrenaline, like, and now it's just like. <sighs> I feel like we're in the same five, actually. We were the same, like today it's been, like you said, adrenaline, like, let's go. And just to sit down and talk and have the time to reflect, reflect and think about what you're talking and meet someone new. Well, it's been refreshing, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Sorry? Thank you so much for having us. It's really no. a bit no, refreshing. Thank you. Thank you. It's actually really refreshing. Really, really refreshing. As I said, I was having not a bad day. It was just like, just intense. And um, so, so, yeah, thank you so much. And um, if and when uh, people want to find you, how do they find you? The best would be to go to our website, which is www.elainedance.com. But then we're also in the era of social media. Yes, we so are. So Elaine Dance on all of the social platforms that we can manage. We're <laughs> not in the Snapchats and TikTokies. And but Instagram is a good one. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram Twitter. LinkedIn and Facebook we can manage um, also we are engaged and we travel a lot and whenever we do travel we engage with the community when I say community is who's in the town and um, so do look out if we are passing by because we will be performing and if not we will be teaching oh amazing 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 thank you so much and um and yeah we will meet Thank you so much for joining us in this episode. The Experimenters is hosted and produced by me, Anna Corey, with intro and outro music by Gerardo Perez Justi. If you enjoyed this episode, then do us a favor and rate and review us on iTunes. It is a tremendous help in getting our message out there. And you know, let us know what you like. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.